This is the Pop Goes the Culture podcast, comics and collectibles show for Wednesday, August the 8th. We are at our Wednesday home of the Pop Goes the Culture podcast. We're at Vintage Stock in South, on South Glenstone in Springfield, Missouri. I am one of your hosts, Joey Mills of GeekDad.com. And going around the room here, we've got... Odin Wright with Stuff and Things. Kenny with Freedom Hunter Graphics. Dustin with Vintage Stock. So we are here. It is... It's still early August. It feels later than it is. Yeah, yeah. I had to look <laughs> I was at the say date. It's I'm like, that's, it? that's really next week. It'll be gone before we know it, though. That'll be all right. Yeah, like the rest <laughs> it's of the been year, hot and nasty. <laughs> yeah, uh, but it is Hump Day. No matter when in August it falls, because it is Wednesday. We're halfway through the week. It's all downhill from here. Uh, before we let you go, because I know you're going to be helping customers. I've already seen like three people on the door before I came in. Uh, Social media poll for this week. You know, we've got remakes of Buffy the Vampire Slayer coming up. We've got a remake of ALF being done. They're remaking the Facts of Life for some reason. So our question for the week is, what TV series do you feel like deserves a reboot? Ooh. It can be old. That's a good one. It can be new. It just can't be on the air right now. Yeah, it just <laughs> ended. Yeah. A reboot, I would say. What new? What old TV series do you want to see a new version of? Um, I would say Firefly. Firefly. Yeah, yeah. that's a because that was a popular answer. one. So. Yep. Absolutely. Did you watch it when it was on? Yeah. Did you? Joss Whedon is like one of my favorites. So. There you go. Only got one season in a movie, so that yeah. would be a good one to reboot. Yeah. With as much popularity as that thing has, like I've never watched it, but like. That's in a lot of people's mouths. They talk about it a lot. Yeah, you know, I'm surprised they haven't Whedon's, done. It's one of Josh Whedon's babies, that's for sure. I think and I'm it's surprised a, it didn't do as well as it did. I think it has something to do with the rights at Fox. Yeah, I think that's why it hasn't gone anywhere because they would get. I think they have some it control over the rights. Yeah, I don't understand why they can't just be like, "Huh, this thing would probably make money if we did more of these." <laughs> mm-hmm. And. I don't know. Maybe I'm. I guess there's other <laughs> yeah. projects that are before it. So. And is uh, Joss Whedon doing Buffy too? Yep, he is involved with Buffy. I, say, uh, he, I feel like he has the rights to Buffy. Yeah, so. he he does, and he's that's why he's been able to do a lot of the comics, the yeah. extra seasons and stuff. So yeah, he's involved with the reboot. Um, I don't know. It's, it's going to not include the the original cast um, unless they come in like for cameos or something. But yeah, I can see that. New, but yeah, they don't need to be. Yeah, it's uh-huh. not going to be uh, forty, fifty. 60-year-old yeah. vampire slayers. Because, you know, even though they were supposed to be in high school, most of them were in their 30s <laughs> back yep. then anyway. So. <laughs> well, doesn't, am I wrong on this, but to become a vampire slayer, you have to have the one before you die? I have no idea. I don't know, because weren't, weren't there more than one slayer at a time? There were a couple, but I, but I don't think there was like a elder slayer. I right. Think they, I don't think, I just think they didn't live that long. I think it was part of the thing, too. Yeah, I don't know. Like most of them got taken out. Yeah, the Buffy ones, got two. those ones I never really kept up with. Yeah. Yeah. I I watched them because my mom loved them, so yeah. I always watched them when I was over there, but I don't, I can't remember. Yeah, I don't know either. I never did watch them. They're like, no, it doesn't matter. No one remembers anyway. So <laughs> we we'll can do, do whatever, we'll do whatever we want. <laughs> All we know is the main person is Buffy. Yeah. yeah. Actually, <laughs> actually, you can't do that because there are just enough people that, like, it's their religion that if you screwed That's something true. up, yeah. it would tank the whole thing just by bad word of mouth. <laughs> yeah. Because they've yeah, already they... got that going against them. Just the idea that they're rebooting it to begin with. There's some people that are going to be dead set against it from the get-go, oh, regardless yeah. of how good it is or isn't. 
And they'd be smart to bring back, you know, like have Angel. Obviously, he's a vampire. He'll live forever. And, and he hasn't aged and, anyway, I don't think. so. <laughs> yeah, no, not too terribly bad. His spike still looks good, whatever that guy's name is. He, yeah, he, he was, was on, on he's on the Runaways and, and Runaways and yeah. different stuff like that. So he's aging pretty good. Yeah. Did you say he's Asian pretty good? <laughs> he's, he's, he's Asian, Asian pretty, good. pretty good. Did Both. you not he's know he was Asian? <laughs> I he's didn't. Asian and he's yeah. Asian. <laughs> he's the aging Asian. Yeah, <laughs> Somebody on Twitter is going to grab that now. Yeah. Be the aging Asian on Twitter. Asians don't age, so. Apparently not. Or vampires. <laughs> <laughs> or an Asian vampire. Wait, <laughs> wait, wait a minute. We're Asians stumbling onto a conspiracy theory. <laughs> Down the rabbit hole. All right. We just came up <laughs> with a new <laughs> script, guys. We can I only do this when Dusty's not around, so. Yeah. Geek out. This stays okay. Yeah. I was just talking about the Asians being vampires and stuff. Yeah, we still keep it. Yeah. <laughs> we keep it innocuous. Yeah. No, we were just having an idea of chasing a train of thought. There's no racist <laughs> overtones there. Uh, so, question real quick. New books this week that you're excited about? What do you think is going to fly out here? Fantastic Forward, number one. That's the big one. been all the rave. Yep. Um, that's basically... I mean, that's basically it. Fantastic Four. That's the one that Dan Slott left Spider-Man to go work on, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, yep. yeah, it'll, it'll... I'm sure it'll be a big hit. Yep. Well, actually, I think... No, um, I think Mark Wade is writing it. Is it Wade? I thought it was. I thought because Dan Slott's Slot writing though? Spider-Man. I thought Slott moved off Spider-Man onto Fantastic Four. I could be way wrong. Or I, it could be it could be Epting that's yeah. writing Spider-Man. I could have, <laughs> could have it mixed. Honestly, yeah. there's just there's, there's so, so many much books. because yeah. Bendis is with DC now, so yeah. it's like I'm it's, not used to that. Yeah, it's a lot of change in the last couple months. Yeah, so. especially with all the relaunches and reboots, and like you said, everybody moving teams. Uh, any other new products this week? We were, we like to make our 20-minute uh, check through the store before we start. <laughs> um, we got a whole so. bunch of uh, – we got, got stocked up on our um, anime figures in our case back there. Yeah, those, saw those. Like I was telling you last week, those fly off the shelf, and we got more in. So, Does Springfield have a big anime community looking at Odin and you? I mean, it seems like the, <laughs> it seems like anime collecting is becoming more mainstream yeah, as the it, anime gets is, more easy to find um, on Netflix. That's why and, we have like our whole – that corner back yeah. there is just a section of anime because – People go crazy over that stuff. Yeah, the mangas yeah. are kind of like slowing down, but the anime still sell enough. Up. But the anime, like the figures and all the that movies stuff. and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah it seems it seems like as it's become easier to find. I mean, I know Adult Swim's carrying more, and mm-hmm. Netflix is like a whole division now for anime. And yep. <laughs> yeah, I think they have like a contract <laughs> with uh, Funimation. I think so too. Yeah. Yeah, and, they, uh, they have a whole bunch. So especially yeah. since like Dragon Ball Z Super and all that is starting to bring more people in and the people who used to like Dragon Ball Z are just like, okay, I'm going to give this a shot and then... Oh, yeah, because it uh, fell off because of the Dragon Ball GT. Oh, yeah. And it's like everybody thought that was horrible and then oh, Super yeah. came out and was like, okay, there's hope again. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they, they've done anime Godzilla movies over at Netflix. Yep. And I mean, it just uh, yeah. seems like everything's getting an anime treatment. Yep. So that's cool. That's good that you guys are here to service that crowd. That's not me, but I'm glad that you're here for <laughs> um, that. On the topic of uh, Fantastic Four, we do yeah. have some uh, like free um, pens and free backer boards for the Fantastic oh, Four cool. as well. So nice. you can come cool. in and get some free stuff. Yep, absolutely. And pick up your, free. Get your yeah. comics and yeah, get your anime figures and everything while you're here. Uh, anything else as far as specials? Uh, any deals you got coming up? But the X Men are the back issue of the month, so yep. come in and get some uh, back issues. So anything X Men, X Force, um, even if it's Does even it, if it has like Fantastic Four, like right. um, as long as there's a X Men on the cover, then we can do the buy one get one on that. So, so X Force counts as well. Then so. Yep. 
you'll count yes. Deadpool, Cable, all that stuff. Yep. Huh. Very cool. So that's yeah, pretty that's much a lot X, of stuff. Pretty much with X in it. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot to say. That's a yep. that's a big amount of property to cover. So yeah, yeah there's exactly. a ton of stuff so you can come in and it's get. It's a big month for back issue, so absolutely. come check them out. We have a, a huge section of them too. So. Oh yeah, 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 absolutely. Well, cool deal. Uh, I know you guys are going to be opening like in one or yep. two minutes, and I already like I said, I know people have already been beating on the door trying to get in. So we'll let Dustin go handle that. Moving into some comic and comic-related headlines. Uh, this I saw, and this could kind of work for both comics and collecting, so I'll kind of kill two birds with one stone here. Uh, a relatively unknown cartoonist named Frank Foster II says that he is the one who came up with the initial idea for Batman seven years before Bob Kane created Batman uh, in 1939 with Detective Comics number 27. He, uh, his son Frank Foster III, is selling what he says are his are uh, the original drawings for a character named Batman created in 1932, but never brought to publication. Which you know, I don't know unless the, unless there's a real connection. I mean, anybody could have drawn anything and said, "Oh no, that was supposed to be what became Spider-Man seven years yeah. later." You know, but anyhow, he's uh, selling the original drawings from 1932, which. Just having drawings from 1932s probably have some collectible value yeah. anyway. Yeah. Uh, Foster claims his father was encouraged to become a cartoonist by Little Abner creator, Little Abner, not Little, Little, Abner. Little Abner creator yeah. Al Cap, uh, following uh, Foster's graduation from art school in the 1930s. Foster hosts a website, Foster the Son, titled OriginalBatman.com, where he lays out the evidence for his claims along with testimony from his mother, and other accounts of his father's purported creation. Uh, Bob Kane and Bill Finger are credited by DC Comics as Batman's co-creators. These drawings of Foster's will go on sale on August 16th, so next Thursday, not tomorrow, but the following Thursday, on eBay, which doesn't lend a whole lot of yeah, <laughs> credibility. credibility. Uh, starting what, with... What so, else should we put them in? eBay. Yeah. Not oh. like Sotheby's or you know <laughs> nothing like that. No. Uh, with a starting bid expected to be set at $100,000. So $100,000 opening bid for somebody's drawings yeah, that may so or may not be bad. I'm wondering because I know I watched the history of how they come about right. Batman. So he went through many changes before he became our porny-eared, right. you know, this and that. But so I'm Porny-eared. wondering, <laughs> is he, like, did he just come up with a character and called him Batman? Like, is, I wonder if he looks anything. I don't know. Was I'm he not, a detective in his I've drawings? not gone to OriginalBatman.com to see uh, what that evidence is as far as uh, why he thinks he came up with Batman first. But... Uh, but either way, $100,000 on eBay sounds like a, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> color, color me skeptical. Probably won't get that, but somebody will pay him something just, just to in have case it. Yeah. it ever becomes, you know, thing. it was, yeah, I've got the original. It. It's worth the gamble for somebody, but I don't think he's going to get the... 100000 nah. Well, that's the opening bid, so if, it doesn't get, if he doesn't get that, why? It doesn't sell. Yeah, well, well, I guess time will tell on that one. Yeah, we'll, we'll know uh, starting next Thursday. Uh, Spider-Gwen recently wrapped up, but Marvel is bringing the character back just with the name change. Uh, the new series, which debuts October 24th, will be called 
Spider Gwen, Ghost Spider, because it's hard to keep your secret identity a secret when your name is in the name of your yeah. character. So Spider Gwen will just go by the Ghost Spider. Well, what's name. your name? My name is Spider Gwen Stacy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I wonder who she could be. I don't know. Let me just Google that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, it's so you. The fact that it took 30-some issues to get to that point before they're like, you know. Wait a second. We should probably change that up. But Yeah, <laughs> or call yourself like Spider Stacy or something. Yeah, well, that's not any better. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, good point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that new series uh, kicks off October 24th. So she's no longer going in a Halloween costume at Halloween time. She'll be Ghost Spider. Ooh, ghost is spooky at Halloween, too. Ooh. I'm scared already. Uh, another one that may have some value on both the comics and collectible side. So, again, killing two birds. I've killed four birds already with just two stones. <laughs> yeah. uh, July 4th, uh, Marvel... birds with 11 stones. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> on uh, 4th of July, Marvel released uh, Marvel Rising, Ms. Marvel, Squirrel... Squirrel... Squirrel try that again. Squirrel yeah. Girl... Number one, uh, but the book that was published was missing a page. Oh, and Marvel has now informed retailers, probably Dustin, that it plans to fix that and is going to give them full credit for the books that have the error. So they're going to get a new batch of them with the actual with the missing page. Uh, the publisher, Marvel, has shared the missing page with Diamond Comics distributors, affiliate retailers. So again, Dustin. Uh, to share with their customers uh, that they plan to publish a corrected version with an estimated release date of next Wednesday, August the 15th. So did they make it to shelves? And yeah, it was on shelves it? and people bought it. So I'm guessing if you picked up one of those, I don't know how many people picked up a Ms. Marvel Squirrel Girl number one, but I guarantee everybody's being a number looking one, for yeah, it now. Being a number yeah. one and being a missing a page, uh, that may have some value for collectors. Oh, yeah. I would say so. I'm guessing that somebody's going to grab one of those or a couple of those and hang on to them. It will be especially when, like, uh, probably when Squirrel Girl gets her. Or Ms. Marvel. Yeah, either one. Because they're they're saying that Ms. Marvel's not too far down the road from from Captain Marvel down, you know, after after that's out. Yep. So, yeah, in this next wave of stuff that Marvel Films is talking about, that those two are both being discussed, whether it's in TV or whether it's in film. So, yeah, if if that becomes a thing. And, you know, I think the Marvel Rising is either a TV series, like a cartoon they're working on or something else. So there's some tie-ins with that, too. So I don't know. If if you find one, grab one and hang on to it. You never know. Yeah, last I knew, Squirrel Girl had, like, most of his cast... They Already. did, but they uh, free. It was supposed to be over at Freeform. Uh, the New Warriors show did not get picked up though, uh, to go forward. So for whatever sad. reason, which is weird that they're they showed the uh, series premiere of Runaways after Cloak and Dagger's <laughs> season finale, <laughs> but then they're not picking up New Warriors. I don't know. Maybe yeah. they, maybe it had issues beyond possibly. That we don't know about. I don't know. We'll find out. Uh, over at. Uh, new comics for the week over at IDW. They are putting out this week My Little Pony Friendship is Magic number sixty nine. Oh yeah, Sweet. <laughs> that's the that's the that's issue. The, that's the issue. Are going to look for. That's the issue you're looking number for. Number sixty nine. That's yeah. the one I've been waiting for to come out. <laughs> it's not the friendship that's magic. <laughs> uh, Optimus Prime number two, Transformers Lost Light number twenty two, and Uncle Scrooge number thirty eight. All from IDW. 
DC has Catwoman number two out this week. Detective Comics number 986. Getting nice. closer to that 1,000 mark. Yeah. yeah. That'll be probably towards sometime late next year, maybe. So I'm sure that'll be another big one. Uh, Flash number 52, Hal Jordan, and the Green Lantern's core number 50. Hawkman number three, Plastic Man number three. You gonna get you some Plastic Man? No, but I I do like Plastic Man a lot. <laughs> I, that's a known thing if you listen to the show. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Sandman Universe, number one. So they are playing with Neil Gaiman's Sandman characters again over at DC. Uh, Scooby, a cop. Well, come over here and talk about it when you get a chance. <laughs> Dustin got excited. He'll have to come by and talk to us about Sandman in a minute. Uh, Scooby Apocalypse, number 28. And Superman, number two from DC. Marvel has got Amazing Spider-Man number three out. Uh, Daredevil, number 606. Uh, of course, Fantastic Four, number one, which we already talked about. Old Man Logan. Uh, Spider-Man Deadpool. Hunt for Wolverine continues to wrap up. And your X-Men color of the week is blue, huh. which is coming to a close very soon. That's uh, not my guess. No. <laughs> and in other comics, uh, our buddies over at Mad Cave Studios have Midnight Task Force number two out this week. So very nice. If you, nice. Haven't, if you haven't been following along, go pick those up. And I, Dustin's ringing up a customer, but as soon as he gets a chance, he's going to come over here and talk to us about Sandman, I am sure, after seeing the way he perked up <laughs> but yeah. as, uh, on the way by. Oh. <laughs> so while we're waiting on him, we will tell you a little bit more about our social media poll for the week, which again is what TV show do you feel needs a reboot? Uh, our four poll choices were, I'm trying to think, you went with Miami Vice, Kenny. I did. Dusty went with Knight Rider. Yep. Odin, you went with... Hercules. Hercules, that's right. And I went with Tales from the Crypt, and right now with not a lot of votes cast because it is only Wednesday, uh, Tales from the Crypt is slightly leading in the poll on Twitter. Um, a lot of people are writing in Airwolf. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. I guess you could do that with, like, drones now <laughs> instead yeah. of helicopters. Yeah. Could Airwolf be could be the drone. Yeah. So uh, got quite a few of those written in over on Facebook and a few others. You can vote in the poll. Uh, by either going to Twitter at PGTC Podcast and it's right there pinned to the top of the page. Just click on your choice and vote. You can comment on Facebook at facebook.com slash pop goes the culture podcast. Email us at pop goes the email at gmail.com or call the hotline at 417-986-7842 and record your your choice. And all your recorded comments, of course, could be used in an upcoming episode. Yes. Links to all that and more on our website at www.pgtcpodcast.com. Go in and vote. If you don't like our choices, leave yours in the comments or the replies. Dustin, do you want to talk Sandman with us? If you got a second. Because I saw your ears perk up when I mentioned the Sandman universe number one. Is that this? Europe, so. I, was so, I was so stuck on Fantastic Four. I was yeah, like, so oh, that's yeah. all the rave, and then uh, and then I realized that Sandman Universe. But yeah, um, Sandman Universe number one. I do have every single um, variant that it came out with. How Jim many Lee were there? Variant, David Mac variant. I'm trying to remember how many there were. Was uh, there's probably about eight or nine. I was gonna say I was thinking eight, but I didn't yeah. feel right. And I yet. do still have a few um, left of those on the shelf. Um, regular covers done by Jay Lee. Mm-hmm. Absolutely beautiful. Obviously, Neil Gaiman is the writer of it, so and yep. it, there's going to be a whole bunch of other like side stories. Yeah, the fact that they're playing with these toys again is is mm-hmm. fun over at DC. So. Yeah, but I mean, Neil Neil Gaiman is 
is the rave. So I mean, he's absolutely he's got that Sandman universe on lockdown. Oh yeah, absolutely. So yep. So come and get those and your Fantastic Four number ones. Those are your big ones from the big two this week. Yep. Uh, let's see. Moving into a little bit of collecting, we've kind of we've kind of killed some collectible birds already this morning <laughs> with some with some stones. Uh, just taking a look at a few items that are out. Have you seen? I don't, I'm sure you have. What am I talking about? <laughs> the uh, Fan Expo Canada Funko exclusives. Yeah, they went and made a rush. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about that. My first thought when I was because when I was scanning through the photos, the images, I wasn't paying close attention. I was working on three other things. I was like, okay, new Funkos. I'm scanning through. I'm like, at first I thought tab? it was Spinal Tap. I yes. did too. I got excited. Then I, I saw a rush. I was like, oh, gag. Yeah, I was thinking, okay, wait, is that Spinal Tap? And then I looked at it and I was like, oh, no, because they, they did extend the nose yeah. on Giddy Lee, which is funny. Spinal Tap would, uh, would have been I great. I would pick that one up. Yeah. I forget what else there was. There was there was a, a snowy Bigfoot, which yeah. is the, the Bigfoot with the, it looks like a Yeti, but he's doing yeah, the Bigfoot pose. Yeah, everybody got pretty excited oh. about that one. Yeah. Uh, there was a Marty McFly with the guitar. Yeah, from the that's, awesome. the sea that's the one I would like to have. There's a Dudley Do-Right, which makes complete yeah, sense. If you're course. doing Fan Expo Canada. How could you not? And then uh, not the pops, but the vinyls. They did a Bob and Doug McKenzie yeah. from Strange Brew, which was pretty Jacob cool. Jacob Yeah. Plus, well, so they had a few others as well. But, yeah, that was uh, – <laughs> I was looking at those like, man, I don't know. Those yeah, the Marty McFly with the guitar I, I would like to get because – like the other Marty McFlys, like with the hoverboard, that's right. ridiculously priced, you know, oh, now yeah. and stuff like that. So I, the guitar would fit in good with all my rock, yeah, uh, pops. So. <laughs> yeah, that is, that would be a good one to pick up. And uh, you know, if you got that one and the Rush, you could set up your rock pops. Uh, no, I don't need the Rush <laughs> one. I'm fine. You can make Spinal Tap though, and I will buy that. Yeah, there you if go. you're listening, Funko. Uh, a couple of other uh, Funko products released. Uh, the Funko Five Star Nightmare Before Christmas pack. Yeah, they those are, those look pretty good. Yeah. There's a SNL you, Series Two. Yeah, with the Spartan uh, cheerleaders. Drunk Uncle, the cheerleaders, and the cheerleaders. Rosanna and I can't. Yeah, the cheerleaders are the only ones I thought were fun, just because yeah. that was more of you know when I was not really paying attention, but it was on <laughs> at night when I was out prowling around in those days. So. I can understand they make the Drunk Uncle. Wouldn't it make more sense to have the chick who puts her uh, fingers under her fingers arms. under her arms and smells? Well, like I, I think I think so, but th- I think they're, it's a the drunk uncle is more modern than because that one was a little bit further. It's almost like they're hitting a couple different eras with it. Yeah. So at uh, some point they'll probably get to that when they're a couple series if down. They're but. doing more modern. It maybe do like the Justin Timberlake where he was he's the advertising guy that he yeah. dresses yeah. up with, with the uh, soup in a cup or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they've got the uh, they've got the other ones <laughs> with Justin and uh, yeah. Andy Samberg. So. The blank in a box. The the pen is <laughs> in a box. <laughs> uh, let's see what else. They've also got some uh, in new. Uh, try that again. Some new Avengers Infinity War pops with the yep. oversized dwarf, which is cool. Yeah, That's awesome. They had that on pre order for Amazon. I had thought about that, but I was like. You know what? It doesn't do much for me. They do. They have the because he's not going to be in any of the other movies. He was in that yeah. one movie for that short little segment. Exactly. Sequence. Oh, sorry. But now, like I do like the Bruce Banner hulking out. That's kind of neat. Yeah. And then yeah. The little Gamora. I like that. The the young the, Gamora. Yeah, because that uh, that whole story line of that movie was my favorite of the stories that were going. The, yeah. yeah, what was going on? So 
that's the ones I'm probably going to get. So Yeah. And uh, they've got some Kubo and the two strings pops they were oh, working on as well. So, yeah. That's cool. You yeah, haven't I seen have those yet? I have no idea what that is, but everybody is freaking oh, out yeah. about it. It's them. Uh, yeah, one of the stop movie. motion movies that came out recently because you okay. know, they're kind of redoing a lot of those and stuff. So, yeah, it was a good movie. People's very excited about that. Yeah, one. That's it's all good. I know. Yep, I think it's on Netflix or Hulu or something. It is on for you Netflix. Check out. Oh, there okay. you go. I, I would definitely recommend it. They got some new Jack Skellingtons coming out too. Hot topic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's that season, yeah. so there's going to be quite Spooky a few of the horror. Well, they got stuff. the Day of the Dead one. I want to get that one for the yeah. wife. She wants that one really bad. Yeah, that one looks pretty cool. Uh, Think Geek, the website Think Geek, is currently celebrating its 19th anniversary, and wow. so they have some big sales going on now through Monday, August the 13th. Some of the items are up to 80% off, so wow. if you're into that geeky merch and you can't find what you're looking Probably for here, if you're listening to this show. I'm guessing, <laughs> then you might want to head over there I and see what they've got. Owen's <laughs> pulling up his phone to look at see what they got over there right now. Uh, let's see what else. Uh, so I don't know if you saw this or not. I'm going to pull up the images so we can look at them. Uh, but there is a concept poster that was made for Empire Strikes Back. Uh-huh. Uh, and it sold at auction, Heritage Auctions, not on eBay. <laughs> it sold for uh, $26,400. Well, if it was on eBay, it would have got well, $100,000 to start <laughs> bid. Uh, but it set the record for the most expensive movie poster from Star Wars uh-huh. ever sold at auction. It's one of a handful of originals from a gentleman named Roger Castle. He took inspiration from the Gone with the Wind poster, where you know you've got Scarlet and you've you know Rhett and they're leaning, you know he's dipping her, and they've got the fire in the background from you know Atlanta, Georgia burning. Um, and so this one, uh, he kind of used that as inspiration. So he's got Han Solo and Princess Leia. And then he had a bunch of other stuff going on. Um, the studio liked it, but they thought it was a little too busy, so they didn't want to use it. Mm-hmm. Um, so they ended also up... Also, it was made, period, like when it... Yeah, it was it was yeah. a concept poster when they were okay. saying, hey, we need posters for this okay, movie. Okay, okay. And so they ran through a couple of different okay, artists sure and each of them put their spin on it. Like, so here is... I was yeah. like, how do they get so much money nowadays? Was he... Yep. Uh, oh. Hang on one second, important. and I'll pull up the images so you can see. Um, they didn't use his version, um, but if you take a look at the version that they did end up going with, uh-huh. um, it's it's pretty darn similar. And so I'm going to let this connect real quick. Yeah, the Empire Strikes Back will probably stay one of my favorite. Just because of everything that it was going on and the story oh, the, yeah. and the, the story and everything. Then the fact they had yeah, the marketing for it was crazy. Some of my favorite characters were Star Wars characters when I was little. Boba Fett, Nazan, Yoda, yeah. Yeah. So and here even, is the even Han Solo and the Hoth outfit. I, yeah. I love that. I don't know the, why. Uh, what what do you call them? The the uh, coffee drinking, cigarette smoking <laughs> snow troopers. So wow. this is the concept poster, which I know our folks at home can't see it. I'll try to throw it up online when we uh, when we put this out. But this Back. is his concept. It's kind of got the flames going, and yeah, it's got yeah. Vader in the background, but it's got That's a lot awesome. of other stuff going on. Compare that to the actual poster that Lucasfilm went with, and you can see that this original concept poster strongly influenced <laughs> the actual <laughs> poster. Uh, if you yeah, look at the you two. just left out some, like, the stuff. Like, <laughs> yeah, there's a few characters in the bottom of the yeah, thing. Yeah, it doesn't have the Lando and the Boba Fett, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah 
But yeah, I can kind of see why they would do that because that almost looks like these, like the characters in the bottom here, uh-huh. look like they're kind of just put there to be put there. Yeah, yeah. just kind of filling space yeah. in the bottom of the poster. Yeah, yeah that makes sense. But much of it's the same. It's still got the the Han and Leia pose. Well, you I still like the got the darker ta- and the blue. Yeah, the tauntaun. They, they kind of they got rid of the flame effect, which doesn't really make much sense in the con, yeah. you know, in the context of the movie, but. They still keep Chewie and the droids down there. So they just kind of move them around. The Hoth being the the main. flaming planet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, but there's still a little bit of that flame. Like they didn't completely eliminate it when you look up, like at the uh, the X wings at the top of the thing. Oh there, yeah, so. yeah, yeah. But anyhow, a little pop of color, a little pop of red. I mean, yeah. So yeah, the original, uh, the actual production poster is, is more muted. It's more dark, which kind of again makes sense with the film. Yeah, got rid of the flame stuff, but. uh Interesting to see how sometimes some of that concept art gets reused and recycled, and and then yeah, so good for them for you know auctioning that off and making a little money off of it because just one of those forgotten pieces of pop culture lore and history. So, but it makes you happy when you see it. Yeah, absolutely. You're like, oh, that because when I first looked at it, I was like, how is that different than the poster? I had to pull up the actual production poster and be like, okay, I see where it's a little bit different now. That's what I was wondering too, because I was like, isn't that what the poster was? Yeah, exactly. Pretty much. It's been a minute since I've looked at it. Yeah, that's that's exactly my thought. Was like, "Um, I'm pretty sure that sounds like (laughs) as I'm reading the description of it. I'm like, hmm. So, uh, so yeah, interesting. Some uh, collectors out there. So if you're looking to collect on. pop culture history and lore there's still an auction on ebay coming up next week so get your get your wallets ready for that yeah good luck on that yeah Yeah. uh tonight what's coming up uh we'll be out at the alamo draft house uh they'll be showing field of dreams we'll be out there introducing that for them so that'll be fun if you haven't seen field of dreams on the big screen this is your chance to come out and do so uh, tomorrow, Thursday, we'll be out at the Alamo Draft House again. We might ought to just get a cot <laughs> and just set it up there as much Still as we're sleep there. Sleep in the back room. Uh, that is, we will be out there talking uh, the movie news of the week, talking about what's been going on, what's rumored to be coming up. Uh, that'll be at 11 o'clock at the back lot, and the episode will be out shortly thereafter, so come out and join us. Thursday night, assuming the sky doesn't open again and deluge us with tons of rain we will be out at GameStop for the midnight release of Madden NFL 2019 this is the standard version not the special I pre-ordered the big pricey one and got it a couple days early version and we happy few so I know they said they had a few hundred pre-orders expected so it should be a good party out in the parking lot we'll be recording an episode and playing music and just talking to folks having a good time so come out and join us rain tonight and they were talking about uh, tomorrow too yeah, but it's supposed to be at a state line or something. Yeah, I was like, "What a weird way to <laughs> say describe that. that." Yeah, yeah, I was like, "Not okay. just Western." Yeah, but then again, you know, that scattered showers that we were might supposedly going to get yeah. turned into torrential we downpours. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so assuming the uh, Mother Nature plays nice, we'll be out there Thursday night. Even if you're not picking it up, I mean, we're going to be out there playing music starting at nine, and of course, we'll be there till the doors open at midnight. So it'll be just for nothing else. Just come on out and have fun with us, you know. Yeah. Just hang out in the parking lot with us and yeah. hang out with your favorite Pop Goes the Culture And if you're listening to this and you listen regularly and you are showing up, come talk to us. Yeah, don't just I mean, hide. <laughs> we're probably going to come to you because we are probably going to get people to talk. Yeah. But, you know, be the volunteer. Yeah, come <laughs> over and say hi and jump in. Let us know, you know, what you're playing and what you're watching. And we'll be doing our uh, home entertainment show for next week there on the parking lot. And then Friday night, we'll be back out at Monk Social Club at 504 West College Street, downtown Springfield, Missouri. 
It's the birthplace of Route 66 Festival downtown. They're expecting 70,000 people. If we can get 0.1% of, of those to show up, we'll pack the house over at Monks. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. <laughs> so, if, again, if you want to come out and hang out with us, um, if you listen to these podcasts, you know those weekend shows can get a little, uh, little looser, especially the Busted. later into the, the evening they go. So, <laughs> yep. so come on out and have a good time with us. Uh, there's no cover to get in, so come in, get, order you some drinks, bring some friends, and hang out with us, uh, and we'll do the podcast. Yeah, you might as well. What else are you doing on a Friday night in exactly. August? Exactly. Too hot to do anything else. And then Saturday, yeah, we're hitting the road. We'll be bringing you guys a special interview next week, so be watching for that. In order to know when those episodes are available, be sure to subscribe to the Pop Goes the Culture podcast on your podcast player of choice. Are you dancing, Odin? Yes. He's been dancing this whole time. <laughs> it's like you jams. have to go to the restroom. They're it's right back all, here on the corner. They're playing all his jams today. Yeah. yeah, they are. Right now is Hey Y'all uh, by uh, Outcast. Outcast. So be I can sure always remember Andre 3000. I can't remember Outcast. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, so be sure to subscribe on your podcast player of choice. Uh, for the lady, the young lady, was it Claudia that was asking out at Skateland if we're on Spotify? We are now. So yeah, you can know. listen to the podcast on Spotify if that's your preferred method. Uh, and while you're there, while you're subscribing to Pop Goes the Culture podcast, uh, if you would, just take a moment and leave us a review. It only takes, like I said, just a minute, and it really does help us out, gain some visibility and some new listeners. So you can leave a star rating. You can type in whatever. Just uh, just leave us a review if you would while you're there. Did you see where Ruby Rose got cast as Batgirl? Shh, we're talking about that tomorrow night. Oh, sorry. <laughs> it's all right. Yes, I saw that Ruby Rose was cast as Batwoman. That's Batwoman. Awesome. Batwoman. Batwoman. Oh, Different character. So, yeah, that'll... Well, it kind of brings up with the comic books is I didn't realize she was the first openly gay the first comic from book. a major yeah. yeah I mean there were other ones from smaller publishers but the first between Marvel and DC yeah back in 06 I believe so yeah, yeah. I was like oh, I didn't know that because when it said first openly gay I was like but I thought there had been others because Odin has talked to his comic book talking to yeah. me and stuff, you know, and I was just like, oh, okay. But then I saw, oh, from the major. Yeah, there were other ones from the smaller ones, and yeah. a lot of those smaller publishers have been absorbed by or bought out by DC and Marvel over the years. Yeah. So, yeah, like DC has the rights to, like, Apollo and Midnighter, which were before Batwoman, and they were a gay couple, but they at the time they weren't DC. So, yeah, it's... It's yeah. it's all, it's just about how you want to spin it. <laughs> They're trying to get the get, you know. No, the point is that, that yeah, they were looking for uh, an actress, you know, a lesbian actress to play a lesbian character. They've got. I saw they recently cast the first trans character on Supergirl. Yeah. So I mean, so they're yeah, awesome. they're just looking to cast. Yeah. The right people in the right roles. They don't want well, the whole. It's an Asian character. Let's cast Scarlett Johansson. You yeah. know, they're trying to avoid yeah. that. They're like, let's just get the right people for the roles. Well, so. it makes sense. I mean, women fall in love with Ruby Rose. Oh yeah, you know, everybody they, does. Yeah. So yeah. for her to be that character, she's strong and stuff, and she's already got that natural thing. That where scrappiness. It's like, <laughs> it'll be fun to see how they use her. Maybe if she goes around to the other ones, oh, yeah. the women of those other ones, like, oh, hey, hey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's fun with that. Which I saw. Well, we'll talk more tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Talk about more tomorrow. All right, because I, I got more thoughts. But anyhow, uh, so yeah, tell us your thoughts on anything we talked about. 
anything you think we ought to talk about, any suggestions you have on what the top stories in comics and collectibles should be each and every week. If we use your suggestion, of course, we'll give you a shout-out on the show. Make you famous. Can, or Make something. You, uh, you could uh, hit us up again on Twitter, at PGTC Podcast, Facebook.com, slash Podcast. Links to those, plus our email, our hotline, all that and more on our website at www.pgtcpodcast.com. Dot com. That's going to wrap it up for this week's Comics and Collectibles show. See if we can get out of here without Kenny spending any money. Are you going to spend any money, Dave? I am not spending hey, any money I'm today. I'm going to try and get him to spend money, though. <laughs> Odin's going to try to get him to spend money. I'm he doesn't have. You got everything you're... Well, everything's on pre-order, I guess, for you at this point. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> You've caught up to the point where you don't have to buy now. Yeah. You're just pre-ordering ahead. Yeah. I've, I took a hard look at my collection today. <laughs> and I'm like, you know, I probably need to be getting rid of some of this stuff. So. Were you talking to the man in the mirror? Yeah. No. Were you asking him to make a change? The man in the <laughs> cell phone looking at my list of stuff I've got. I'm like, you know, I'm, I got into a bad habit there for a little bit of just picking up fun stuff yeah, and not the stuff that means something to me. So I need to readjust my buying. You're buying habits. So uh, be watching Kenny's social media. There'll be some pops on sale on the cheap yeah. pretty soon. Yeah. Probably, and that's <laughs> it's funny because like uh, you'll see this on the pop pages and stuff like right. that. People look, and what they don't understand is, and this will probably hose a lot of people off, and I really don't care. But the <laughs> stash prices and the pop prices, if you know anything about collecting, and these people don't, right. I'm not saying everybody. I'm just saying the people that are selling do not understand that those are a base. What you look for is what they're selling for. So yes. On Stashopedia, which everybody goes to because they always bump the prices up $10 right. or $3 or whatever, um, you go, okay, yeah, you have this pop for $30. Well, it's only selling for 15 Right. You know, so, but they're like, no, it's worth 30 and I'm, I'll, I'll do you a good deal. I'll take, I'll take 29 for it. Yeah. It's <laughs> like, that's not how you sell stuff. Yeah, well, that's what, you know, if you... If you're into collecting anything at all, you yeah. look at, you know, there's more that goes into what you pay for something. You've got to have, if you're trying to flip it, you've got to have a little bit of wiggle room to make some money. You've got yeah. to you've got to know that you can sell it. you got to know there's somebody that wants it or you know somebody that knows somebody that can find the people that want that particular item that you're trying yeah. to sell. So. Yeah, and I, I can't stand when people are like, I need money ASAP. I'm letting them go, blah, blah, for the exact price of Stashpedia. Yeah. It's like, okay, that's just... That's not what you're going to get out of it. Right. And if you want something, like for me, yeah, I may have paid, you know, say $15 for one. I, I usually let it go for $10 or if it's in a bundle, I'll even drop it down a little right. bit more. Just because you're get getting stuff it. out of there, yeah. And Because I didn't collect it to flip it. Flippers get mad when you don't pay full prices. Right. <laughs> Collectors don't get mad because they're like, yeah, I bought it. I didn't need it, so <laughs> yeah. you know they—they're fine as long as if I can if I paid ten dollars for it, then if I get ten dollars, great. If I get eight dollars out of it, hey, I enjoyed it for a little bit. That's good. You know? Yeah, that's but, the price of that impulse shopping, or yeah, yeah or yeah. having it for a little while. Yeah, and I've done that. I've paid you know ten ninety, so whatever that is with tax, right? And I've let. I let them go for five bucks because I was like, I was stupid. I bought something stupid. Yeah. I don't know why I did that, and I just wanted it gone. So, yep. but I, some of these people just don't understand I, the art and science of collecting. And I'm going to blame it on age. They haven't done enough 
like real world buying selling yeah this is their first like foray into it they think they're yeah. here to make money and so they think they've got to yeah exactly because i'm i'm sure i was that way when i was a kid doing that stuff yeah older now going through stuff you know especially cars yeah cars will open your eyes up to what you can get and what you think you should get <laughs> yeah exactly all right, Anyways, well, that's that's a whole show I can go off <laughs> I was going to say, that, so. save that for a uh, week when there's not much news yeah. going on. So tell us uh, your pet peeves in the collecting Yes, world. I will. Uh, <laughs> we're going to get out of here for this week. We will catch you all tomorrow. If we don't catch you at the Alamo Drafthouse tonight, we'll catch you out there tomorrow or yeah. at GameStop tomorrow night or at Monk's on Friday night. Come out and say hi to us somewhere when we're out and about. For Pop Goes Culture Podcast, I've been Joey Mills. K-Dub. And Odin. And for Dustin and the rest of the crew here at Vintage Stock, have a great Wednesday. We're on the downhill slide from here on out, and we'll catch you all later. Later. See yous.